0: Welcome once again to Precept on Spirit Broad Podcast. I'm Reverend Dr. Temelua Liu, and it's my pleasure to come your way one more time today. This is episode 36 of Precept. We have been on this journey for 36 days. We're on Matthew chapter 1, verse 5. And Salmon begat Boaz of Rehab, and Boaz begat Obed of Ruth, and Obed begat Jesse. Uh, for a few days, we have been talking about the man Boaz. I'm trying my best, you know, just to uh, touch a few flash points of the life of Boaz. Um, there are so many things, but uh, the few things that I feel are very pivotal we need to touch, we will touch them. It's taken a few days on this verse already. I think we should be on the sixth day on this verse now. But... um just enjoy the process trusting god as he leads us on and as he helps us with valuable insights for living from the lives of these men and women so we read the story of boaz and we have talked about his kindness selflessness we've talked about integrity today i want to show you Ah uh, how boaz was a go-getter you remember um, when uh ruth went you no know, and told boaz about uh desires intention for him to take her as a wife he said no there is somebody else that is um more qualified in neara kinsman and he should be the one to do this and then um, Ruth, rather, got home to Naomi and told Naomi all that had happened. And Naomi made a statement, which I want us to to, to zero in on today. Uh, In Ruth chapter 3 and verse 18, Naomi said to Ruth, Sit still, my daughter, until you know. How this matter will fall. For the man will not be in rest until he has finished this thing this day. For the man will not be in rest until he has finished this thing this day. This is, I mean, amazing. The man will not be in rest until he has finished this thing this day. Can that be said about you when there is an important thing to do? Do you work until you are tired or you work until the task is done? Do you pray until something happens or you pray until you are fed up? Do you face issues and deal with them? Or you turn back? When you feel, well, I've done my best. Do you give your Best shot to life, or you like to walk within the ambits of convenience. Are you like Boaz? You know the story of Ruth and Boaz is a story that people use a lot to talk about, you know, marriage, relationship, and all of that. You hear statements like, Oh, wait for your Boaz." And let me ask you, young man. Are you worth being called a boas? Are you worth that measure of waiting for? Are you a go-getter? And I tell you, God loves go-getters. God works a lot with go-getters. People who will not rest until they have accomplished the task. Let me ask you, what goals have you set for your life? What daily tasks do you have that you have set your mind to accomplish? What is the grand purpose of your life? Are you aware of it? What are you pursuing with your time, with your energy? God works a lot with go-getters. Remember the story of Daniel? When the king had a dream and the king called all of his magicians and whatever, they could not interpret the dream... You remember by the time Daniel was called, Daniel also didn't have the interpretation to that dream. But Daniel did something. He said, give me time. Let me pray. In other words, Daniel was not willing to give up. Daniel was willing to give it a shot, to give it his best shot. Just give me some time are you like daniel or you are a pessimist ah i cannot do it so long as you can think of a solution right there and on the spot you give up do you give up too easily do you see impossibility in everything or you are optimistic you keep looking out for the best and you give your best to accomplish that result The same thing was what played out the day Daniel got to know that according to the prophecy given by Jeremiah, the time of captivity for the children of Israel in Babylon had ended. Oh, Daniel didn't stop. He prayed until an angel was released from heaven. There was opposition in the spirit. He prayed and fasted until the opposition shifted. Will you be that kind of a person? That God can count on that if I put an idea in this man's heart, if I put an idea in this woman's heart, it cannot die. It will definitely be fulfilled. Can God trust you with divine ideas? Can God trust you with ideas that will push for the agenda of his kingdom? Are you a go-getter? Are you an asset in the hands of God? In that your workplace, are you an asset? you a go-getter are you like boars? see go-getters three things define them number one is the ability to recognize opportunities or possibilities ability to recognize this is what ought to be done this is what can be done this is what should be done being a go-getter starts from that ability to recognize or to define opportunities and possibilities to say okay this is what ought to be done this is what must be done this is what should be done this is what could happen whatever word you want to put on it the next thing that defines goal getters is the willingness to go for it you've seen the possibility or the opportunity, or you've defined the possibility or the opportunity, then are you willing to go for it? Are you willing to go for it? Are you willing to exert yourself on this thing? Will you walk? Said this man will not rest until this thing is done this day. And then finally is the strength to keep at it. Strength to keep at it. So you identify or define possibilities and opportunities, you are willing to go for it, and you have the strength to keep at it. When you face obstacles, oppositions, you keep at it. I won't tell you that everything you set your heart or your mind to do is going to be an easy sale. You will face obstacles, hindrances, oppositions, and all the likes. But are you a go-getter? Do you back out when there is any slightest form of inconvenience? Something that looks like an hindrance? Or you keep at it? to recognize opportunities to recognize possibilities or define them you need faith you need wisdom you are not a pessimist you are faith you are wise enough to see opportunities when they stare you in the face to go for these opportunities you need to be diligent and you need to be hardworking Go-getters are diligent and hard-working people. He will not rest until he has done this thing this day. And to keep at it, you need conviction and dedication. How strong is your conviction? And how dedicated are you? You see, these are the things that defined the life of Boaz. And several other people in the Bible that did great things in the name of God. We just talked about Daniel and how he was also a go-getter. Remember in Matthew chapter 25, the parable of the talents? The ones that were rewarded, the ones that Jesus, that the master called good and faithful servant, it was because they were go-getters. The one that was called a wicked servant was because he was not a go-getter. He didn't see any possibility. He didn't apply diligence or hard work. No conviction, no dedication. He just went, buried the talent and said, you are a wicked servant. When God comes to check you out, what will he see of you? Those ideas that he has placed on your heart, on your mind, that vision, that dream that he has given you, That agenda of God's kingdom that God has graciously permitted you to be a part of. What are you doing there? Are you there as a pessimist? Are you sitting back, backing out? Or you are pushing forward? Are you like Boaz? As you set out this day, what what goals have you set for the day? What are your goals for this year? What are your goals for this month? What tasks must you accomplish today before you rest? A man that has not accomplished anything tangible during the day does not deserve to sleep at night. Because rest is the reward for work. On the seventh day, God rested. after he had worked for six days. Rest is the reward for hard work. Rest is the reward for accomplishing results. So I want to ask you, have you set goals for your life? Have you identified the tasks and the things that you must accomplish this day before you rest? If you haven't done so, sit down right now and write down your to-do list. What must I do today? Relate them to the goals you have set for the month, for the year. Things that are not relevant to your goals. The things that God has placed on your heart. Strike them out. They are not pushing you forward. They are irrelevant things. You are left with relevant tasks that will push you forward towards your goals. And make sure that your goals are within the frames of God's purpose for your life. Don't set goals that are, you know, at going the opposite direction of God's plan and purpose for your life. Let your goals be in tandem with God's will and purpose for your life. Then begin to design daily tasks that will shift you towards those goals. Towards the goals you have set for yourself. Be a go-getter. Don't back out. Don't get tired. Don't be weary. Don't hold back. Give your best shot to life. God is watching out for you. God has great plans, purposes for you. You may not believe in yourself. God believes in you. That's why he gave you those ideas in the first place. But hey, what are you going to do? Today is another day. give life your best shot, to achieve your goals, and to make God proud. Do it. Your generation is waiting for you. I call you blessed and I commend you to God till I come your way one more time tomorrow. Have a wonderful day, beloved. Did you know that Rev. Dr. Timilolu Ali is a certified life coach and you can have a free coaching session with him? Visit ordainedcoach.com right away to learn more about him and this rare opportunity. Are you led to be a financial part of our ministry or to support what God is doing through our ministry and this podcast? You can give online by visiting bit.ly forward slash give to precepts today. We hope you were blessed by today's podcast. We encourage you to live by the truth you have heard today and share the link with your friends and family. Don't forget to click the notification bell so that you won't miss any episode. The Lord bless you richly.